Hello and welcome back to Still Loved. We are your hosts, Kristen and Caitlin. And today, Caitlin is back and we're happy to have her back. We loved having Ashley last week and we appreciate her for the fill-in. Yes, thanks Ashley. But we've got Caitlin back. But Caitlin's still a little under the weather, so if you hear her sniffling... Yes, I apologize. Just know that's why. And we're both tired, so we're both a little low energy today, but... That's okay. Yep. We're going to we're going to work through it. Yep. So, how about we start with some throwback Thursdays? Mm, okay. You can go first. Okay. So, this one time. This is back in like 4th or 5th grade, I guess, but um I was at a friend's, I think it was just like after school, a few of us had gone over to this girl's house. Um, I don't think it was like a sleepover situation, but either way, we had just like gone to her house after school. And so it was me and my longest friend, Audrey. So we've been friends since third grade. So this is a couple years or so into our friendship. And this particular friend had a golf cart. And we were riding around in the neighborhood. And she was there, too. So Audrey was there as well. And then we were with, like, a few other girls. And two of the girls were neighbors with each other. So we were all hanging out. And we were on this golf cart. And first of all, like, looking back, I'm like, the fourth, fifth grade girls driving around on this golf cart around the neighborhood. Probably not a great idea. Whatever. But there was this boy that lived in that neighborhood, too, that was... um, I guess he was, like, the weird one of the class when we were in fifth grade. Like, he was kind of strange, I guess, when you're a kid, you know? And so we had gone um, down to the cul-de-sac, and him and this other boy were playing basketball or something. And to make a very, like, kind of jumbled story short and sweet, I don't know what I did or what had happened for this to happen, but this boy, he's the same age as us, I guess he was kind of violent, but he wasn't being, like, violent. He was just weird. But he, for whatever reason, I wish I could remember why, but he puts his hand on my neck and is, like, not choking me, but, like, holds my neck with his hand, which is scary, number one. Uh Uh-huh. But Audrey goes, you don't touch my friend, or something like that, and chunks this Pringles can at him. (laughs) Oh, what? Yeah, (laughs) which causes him to let go, and I'm pretty sure when he let go, I kicked him in the shin, I want to say, and we get on the golf cart and we go, but... What a weird kid. Weird kid. He was troubled, I think, like, even through high school. pretty much like somebody who... Is a little troubled. Uh Yeah, and so, like, it's pretty sad, but, yeah, he put his hand on my neck like he was going to choke me, but, I mean, we're, like, in fifth grade, so it wasn't like he was really choking me. It was more so that he just, like... He almost grabbed it and then pulled my skin. Ah. It was weird, but she chucked this Pringles can at him and hit him. And I want to say she hit him, like, in the junk. Oh. I feel like she threw it. Like, I don't even know if she was aiming for it, but I think she hit him, like, right in the crotch. Which I hope that that's how it went, if I remember correctly, because that makes it even better. (laughs) He deserved it. Yeah. Like... We were in fifth grade, sir, and I don't like I said I can't remember what in like caused and him to even want to. He was a neighbor, like he lived in her neighborhood. No, we were at another friend's house, oh. and he lived like down the street in a cul-de-sac, and we were all hanging out at their house. Oh, got it. Houses, okay. yeah. 
because her and another girl, these two girls lived next door to each other, and we had all gone over after school. Yeah. Okay. To hang out. And then, yeah, he proceeds to grab my neck. I wish I knew why. I probably called him a name or something. I mean, you know, like you're in fifth grade or fourth grade. Yeah, weird. Anyway, that's my story, but it was really funny because she was like, you don't touch my friend, and threw this Pringles can at him. <laughs> like, like, why'd she have Pringles? Um, I think we had snacks on the golf cart. Oh, all right. So she tossed it. Did it have Pringles still in it? I don't know. All right. Important question. Because <laughs> we abandoned the, free, the Pringles can. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Yeah, we all jumped on the golf cart and, like, hightailed out of there at that point. And I think... I think I did kick him because I'm pretty sure he was, like, on the ground at that point. Probably from the Pringles can and the kick mix that he got. Well, again, he deserved it. Yeah. But I always think back to that moment because I'm like, wow, we were such good friends because she, like, really stood up for me. Yeah. (laughs) It was pretty funny. Funny looking back now. Not very funny when I was, you know, in that moment. Yeah. What face was that? That was my reading from a far face. (laughs) okay Uh, you looked angry yeah (laughs) anyway all right your turn okay so we used to go (laughs) we used to go to camp every year church camp church camp we went to church camp every year and i would say you either love camp or you hate camp. This was a yes. this was a stay a week away camp. Like you stay for the whole week, Monday through Friday, and um, and there were probably how many kids do you think went every year? Like a lot, several hundred. Um, yeah, I would say maybe around like three hundred. I don't know. I would I'd, say like between three to five. It probably seemed really, really crowded. But think about how big that lunch room is, or wherever that you eat. Like it's not that big. That's true. It just seems like a lot. It did seem a like a lot. few different churches that come together. Yeah. So it was all of the assemblies of God in the state of Georgia are invited to this camp, and there are different weeks or whatever. Um, so they have you know like kids camp, middle school camp, um, high school camp, and things like that. So. Um, anyway, there was one year that we got to go together. Yeah, well, because it was, like, the middle, there's, like, the, um, I guess, like, the missionettes can go to camp maybe for a while, it used to be. Oh, yeah, the and Royal then it Rangers. Was like, and then it, yeah, and then it was certain age groups, but there was that one year where I fell in the age group that was old enough. It was your last year It was camp. my last year, because I was technically, it was the summer after I, I was in high school. Yeah, and it was my first year of youth camp. Yes. So, we got to be on the same, so, okay, your churches were your team, and other churches would be grouped with you depending on their size. Right. So, like, we were actually a pretty big group this particular year and so we had I think like one or two other churches grouped with us but that were smaller like they had smaller groups like five teams out of the whole camp yes four teams yeah Griffin First Assembly generally had their own team because they were huge and Trinity Chapel Chapel always had theirs but anyway anyway so there was this one game in particular that we loved to play and it was the last year that they were allowing it because it was a very very Violence, not the right word. Uh, no, it's just like 
um, a very like a physical type of game. It's like, a very physical type of game, but you can get hurt very yes. easily. It's a very involved. Game. Yes, very physically involved game. So anyway, they put us in. So on our team, you had to line up in one line, and of the five teams, it would make a pentagon, like in the shape of a pentagon. And then they would number you off based off of girls and boys because they didn't let boys and girls go together. Right. Um, and then they would call your number and you would have to run to the center towards these huge, giant inner tubes. Yeah, like different sizes of pool floats. Yeah. What was this game called? Do you remember? Tube Mania. Oh. The best game ever. Yeah. <laughs> so then um, while this is all going on, there's also this huge beach ball that if... Oh, well, so I guess I didn't explain. If you grab a, an inner tube... You take it back to your side, and that gives you however many points. And depending on the size inner tube that you get is how many points you get. And right. then there's this beach ball that you're trying to keep out of your line because if it gets past your line, then you lose points. So <laughs> you're running towards these inner tubes against these other teams. You're diving in, grabbing them, pulling people across the the yard. And mind you, this is a very large pentagon and so, I mean, there's lots of yard that you're having to run and literally drag people around. Right. And so, anyway, this one time in particular, me and Kristen get called to go at the same time. And we're running over and we're grabbing stuff. I think I've got these, like, little inner tubes. And Kristen has this one giant inner tube. And she's got two other people that she's dragging behind her. <laughs> and... Um, and they're just holding on, and she's just dragging them across. I mean, literally the dirt. My adrenaline kicked in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> but it was. So I got fun. it. They didn't get it away from me. No. And then you proceed to get an inner tube and throw it because you could throw it to your team also. Yeah. Like when you were within a certain distance, you could throw it so that you could run back out. And you threw it like you just chucked it. And it hit <laughs> you someone. And the, I Did it hit it was... me or Brianna? It hit somebody in the head, in like the head. right in the head. Yeah. And then great. you turn around <laughs> laughing because you're like, oops. Oh. <laughs> uh, but that, so anyways, they had to take that game away because too many people were running full force and like head clanking together and, um, you know, diving and hitting their head on the ground and bleeding and all that kind of stuff. So, so many really bad injuries happened that, yeah. during that game. But, woo, it was the best game Well, ever. and I'm pretty sure in that same day when there's, like, the, or that same year where there's the whole, like, relay races and stuff. Yeah. And you knocked over whoever was, like, remember someone had to be technically, like, a pole at the end that you had to run around? Yeah, it was the pole. Oh, and someone knocked you over. It was Tyler. Ran, like, full force at me. That's right. <laughs> or, no, no, no. It was Ben. Tyler did all right. Ben was next, and then Ben, like, totally took <laughs> me out. Pummeled you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we won that year. We did. We the won. The first and only year that our church won yeah, the whatever. whole camp week. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, because by the end of the week, you had however many points. I'd add them up, and then you were the camp champions. Yeah. Camp champs. Yep. We got T-shirts and ice cream. Yes. Woo. That was the first year. That was the best year. Yeah, it was really fun. We loved camp, though. We went every year. I I went every year from the time I was, like, eight until I was too old yeah so and yep. I didn't want to be a counselor because being a counselor sucks like you can't really play I mean you can but not like you know yeah it's not the same for sure <laughs> <laughs> anyway. 
Anyway. Anyway. I decided just now we're going to have a friend's quote of the week. Okay. So this is the friend's quote of this week. It's when Phoebe has to spell her name for a reporter. And she goes, okay, it's P is in Phoebe, H is in Hebe, O is in Obi, E is in E B, B is in BB, and E is in hello there, mate. <laughs> yeah. There's your friend's quote. Your friend's quote of the week. Because we love friends. Love friends. I don't know what made me do that, but I just decided just now. I like friends quotes. Yeah. Ow. I'm so sorry if anybody heard that. I just popped my neck. Oh, it was your neck? Yeah. I thought you clicked your pop socket. Nope. That was my neck. (laughs) Gross. It was by accident. Anyway. So moving on to our topic this week, which we're going to talk about our not so great boy friend relationship type thing. Yes. So, it's going to be things that um, we learned along the way, things we could have improved on, things that they could have improved on, things that turned us away from them, things that we may or may not have liked initially about them, but... Just different things. Yeah, things that we figured out we didn't want to be with them right basically yeah so we both kind of had some long-term boyfriends nothing too crazy we weren't like abused or anything like that Eh. but they were not mine for sure wasn't nice the whole time but like you can't expect that I guess well I shouldn't even say that because you should expect for high school boys to be nice but he was not But at the same time, I'm like, but what do you expect from, like, a 16-year-old boy? Yeah. (gasps) Sorry. Then my stomach just made a noise. So if you heard that. (laughs) But anyway, so we've had some interesting things happen with them. So we're just going to, like, we're just going to chat today. Yeah. Because we're pretty low energy, like we said. We're just going to, like, answer some questions that we found on the interwebs. Um, that one of our faithful followers sent to us. Uh-huh. Um, so we're just going to like run through it. Yeah. Because why not? No. So first and foremost, how long... So you... We both had like one relationship that lasted a pretty long while. Yes. So we, we've both... I haven't actually had very many relationships. This was like my long-term high school and po- post-high school boyfriend And then I went on a few dates with other people, but that's pretty much been my relationship extent before Chris, whereas you had a few other relationships, but this was like your longest one. Yes, this was probably the most, um, what would you say, like most serious other than Brennan. It was pretty serious. It was. Well, he was going to propose. Right. Thank God. Had a ring and everything. Yep. Thank God he didn't. Thank God he didn't. Yeah, so fun fact about Caitlin's is this was her first kiss that she talked about the other day or the yes. other episode. Well, so we, he was my first kiss in high school, but we only dated for like a week in high school. He was literally grounded the entire time. And so um, <laughs> anyway, I broke up with him to date somebody else in high school. And then we reconnected after high school. And basically, I just thought he was a really good truck driver. And so. I mean, he was a fun time. He like, was we a, can't he was discredit a fun time. that we had a fun time. We did him. have a good time with him. I would say, I mean, we ended up having really good friends because of him and things like that. So, I mean, it wasn't like a total loss. But at the same time, 
it just didn't add a whole lot of value if you look back on it now. No. Like, but I can think of some good qualities. Like, when, when I think about him, one of the things I think about is right after um, our mom had divorced our ex-stepdad, they, it was just, like, really rough on me, and he, we literally went from, like, he came over, I think you had work, but he came and got me, and we just, like, went, he had to run some errands, but I was going to be, like, at my grandparents basically by myself all day. Yeah. And just didn't want to be there. I didn't want to just be sitting and doing nothing. And so he came and got me, and, like, we just went and I was going to say, we always had a good time. I'm not even saying that he's a bad person. Yeah. I just think that he, we were not good for each other. Right. We, he didn't like anything about me, and I didn't like anything about him. As far as compatibility-wise, we were not at all. Right. Well, and this is something that Chris and I were talking about um, a few days ago. We went to the mountain, and we were walking... And we were just kind of talking about it. I don't even remember why we got on the subject, but we were just talking about how opposites attract and if I believe in that or not. So, and I was saying, I believe you have to be opposite enough as far as your personality goes. Yes. Like, in my opinion, so these are our opinions, but I was like, you know, Caitlin and her ex-boyfriend were both like loud, out there, outgoing yes. people. And y'all were just like basically butting heads all the time. We were pretty much fighting for Um, The spotlight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, all the time. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, personality-wise, I think there needs to be some differences and even a few differences in interests. But in my opinion, it just doesn't work when you don't have similar interests. If you don't have similar beliefs or similar interests, not necessarily your hobbies, but just like in life and what you want to do on a daily basis, like... Hobbies are different. Like, you can have different interests and hobbies. I was going to say, me and Brandon don't listen to the same music, like, at exactly. all. Exactly. So. But just, like, I just don't think that, I don't think opposites attract, but also, like, you have to be enough opposite to complement each other, but then yes. you also have to have the same interests, because if you don't, then it's just like, how does that work? Yeah, exactly. No, I agree. That's exactly what I used to say to this ex-boyfriend yeah and he'd be like oh well you have to make a relationship work and it's like yeah that sounds great but like we fought all right the time I mean there is some compromises of course with things like that but yeah you shouldn't have to compromise everything Uh, exactly okay so how long did y'all date how long did you and yours date so I guess if we were like putting all of it together with with like the little breaks that we took here yeah, and there just it was probably like four years I mean it was maybe just a little less than four years yeah mine oh sorry I'm so sorry mine we met in high school and we dated um <coughs> we dated my so- junior year of high school well, actually, I think we dated towards the end of my sophomore year of high school and then started dating again my junior year of high school. Like, we dated for a very short time my sophomore year and then got back together my junior year. And we dated for, like, four years, too. Yeah. I think ours was, like, a little over four years, actually. So, for you, well, let's see. First and foremost, just as like a fun question, do you believe in love at first sight? No. 
because I think you can look at somebody and I think you can have certain feelings, but unless you know them, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't believe in love at first sight, personally. Like, I believe, when I think about it, because it's funny, because Chris, the way that Chris found me attractive was he was just at that, where we worked, he he worked at a different location of the same restaurant that I worked at, and he was visiting because he had a bunch of friends that worked at the same location I work, that I worked at, and so him and his friend were coming to eat with their friends at this location, and they were sitting at their table, and I like walked, I was just walking, doing my job, and he asked his friend, he was like, who is that? And she said, oh, that's Kristen, she has a boyfriend, and he was like, oh. So, I mean, he was pretty much hooked from the start. But so but that's not love. That's not love. That's attraction. But you ended up together. I mean, that's like I used to write in my binders, uh, Mrs. Caitlin Mayton. And that was back way before. He didn't even know I liked him, you yeah. know. But like then I think back and I'm like, it was, it's funny because I really did like him. I thought he was very attractive. But he was so quiet and he really just didn't. He was the Do type of person. You. Well, he, no, he was just the type of person that didn't date anybody, like, yeah. in high school and stuff. And so, or at least that's the way he came off. Yeah. And so, but I mean, I found him very attractive from the beginning. And he was such a nice guy. And, of course, we only had one class together, so I didn't really have a whole lot to go off of. But he was really nice in that class. Yeah. So, but I mean, I would say that I, as soon as we started hanging out, I knew he was going to be the one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't necessarily, I don't not believe in love at first sight because there are people out there, but I don't think that you can love someone just from the first sight, unless it's your baby. But you love them even before first sight, so like. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just don't. I feel like you definitely have to, like, get to know the person because how do you know? Like, I, I believe God puts people together. I mean, that's exactly how I feel about me and Brendan being together. I know that that's. It was set up that way on purpose. But at the same time, we definitely had to learn each other. And even after we got married, we were still very much learning each other. Right. So. Well, even for example, we're, me and a few friends went out last night and there was this guy that walked into the restaurant place we were at and he was, we were all like, oh my gosh, he's so cute. Like Mm. he was so attractive. And then he was rude to the bartender and we could hear it. Like, it was a whole situation, and we were like, he just went from up here to down here. Yeah. See? Like, like first of all, he's a potato sack. Like, he was definitely, like... Muscular? Yeah, like... Overly overly, muscular. Yeah. Which isn't a bad thing, but that's what I... Like, you you people know the type of person I'm talking about. He walks like he is... God has blessed everyone... With, with his, his presence. presence, yeah. That's what he, he had an air of that, but he was good to look at. But then he was rude to the bartender and we were like, eh, eh. Yeah, anyway. no. Um, okay, so then back to like the the whole, back to the actual relationship questions. I'm so sorry again, I'm going to yawn a million times, I'm trying not to. So what drew you to them, him, in the first place? Well, like I said, so just the fact that he was fun, like we would go drive down these roads and he would, you know, sp- spin out on the roads and 
all yeah. that. And we just had a good time. Like we, he would take me and play in the mud. And I mean, that sounds really country, but that's what we did. And we had a good time. He was the type of guy who was a charmer. I was he, just about to say that. He was the type of person that would, if, if he, if you wanted to do something, he was going to do it because he, he wanted to game. please you. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, which is what initially attracted me to him was that he was like up for whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. We talked about mine like two weeks ago and that was like what initially drew me to him was that he was a guy that wasn't like bigger and he gave me attention. Yeah. So here's going to be the difference is that yours is now technically post high school Mine is in high school. So comparing the two mindsets of yeah. me being 16 to you being 18, 19. Well, if you were 16, I was... Huh, when I started dating my guy. But we started dating them, like, really close to the same time. Because I broke up but with you him were, and Were you 21 you... when you were dating Yes. Him? But how, I was 20. We so started 20. dating like right before mom and stupid Alan. got oh got oh. divorced. God. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I was 20. Or I might have even been 19. Yeah, so you might have been 19. 19, 20. Because when we broke up, it was very shortly thereafter that, or like several months, y'all broke up. So it was within the same year that yeah. we broke up. Yeah. Okay. So, but it's just interesting to see the difference because, granted, yours is like, oh, we can, he can, like, do, he wants to do things for me. Like, you know, yours was, like, from that attention aspect, mine was like, oh, he's talking to me and he's not a chubby guy, which sounds terrible. But as a chunky girl, like, I've only got chubby boy attention, which isn't, again, like, this is, just keep in mind, anytime I say something like that. I'm a 16-year-old girl. I have popular friends that are having hot guys talk to them. Hot, quote-unquote. Like the popular boys. And I didn't have that. So to have someone that was not... That was a little bit more in that crowd in my brain was yeah. like, oh. Yeah. And he's seeing me in person and, like, he likes me. Yeah. Yeah. So... But what drew me, yeah, I mean, that was what drew me to him in the first place. There was literally nothing else. <laughs> I mean, he was good looking. I mean, not in comparison to Chris, obviously, but I mean. Not at all. But I mean, he wasn't not attractive. No, I think what makes me think he's not attractive is because of how he was. Oh, absolutely. That's how I feel about Well, mine. we should give them nicknames. So, Caitlin's we will call, um creature no 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 no. like we need Uh-oh. like names we'll call him charles okay we'll call mine scott <laughs> okay charles and scott <laughs> not anything close to what their actual names are but that's all right it's all right <laughs> <laughs> were you trying to get one that was like closer no i just it was just funny people were probably it's gonna kind of close i mean by the first well, letters but that's no, I mean like the style of name. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> they're not even in the same ballpark. Charles and Scott. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, so for you, how did the relationship end, and how did you? Because both of us actually ended up breaking off in the end. 
breaking it off. Yeah, absolutely. We ended up breaking up with both of them. Um, how did you know it was time to break up with him? And, and why did their relationship end? <sighs> so... In a very short version. Yeah, I'm going to do a short version. Well, so I guess I should say the way we broke up was basically I was at my wits end and I'll I'll tell why in a minute. Yes, but, give a little summary because yeah. we obviously need some backstory. I so yeah, I was at my wits end and he called me and was like, "Hey, we're going to go to dinner with these people." And and I was like, you know, I'm really not feeling it. I think I just want to stay home. I'm not feeling super great. And that's what I said at the time because I was kind of like really trying to decide where my feelings were with him. Right. And so he was like, oh, that's okay. You know, no big deal. Um, I'll just call you tomorrow. And I was like, okay. And so um, then I think he ended up coming over the next day. And I was like, I, I seriously am just having these feelings right now where I really don't know how I feel about you right now and of course we had been together for four years so it was definitely out of nowhere and he was like what the well out of nowhere at this moment I guess is really in his in his mind like clueless mind yes in his clueless mind he it it was out of left field for him so he was like what the heck you know and of course I think back in our relationship when things were really really good or better not good, but better. And, um, he, you know, we would talk about how we felt like, you know, God put us together or whatever. And then, you know, at this time when we were having this conversation, he was like, but I thought God put us together. And I was like, well, I'm starting to think that that's not true. Well, but also like, I mean, he very well could have so that you learn from it. Agreed. (laughs) And I think I even said that at the time. Like, I think I said, you know, maybe we were supposed to be together for a time. And I was like, but I don't feel like we're meant to be at this point. Like, I was like, I feel like we're too different in certain ways. I feel like we have grown apart in certain ways because, um, so should I give my backstory now or should you answer yeah, yours? Yeah, no, 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 you go ahead. Okay. We had a really big fight this one Halloween and, um. Well, and leading up to this though. Y'all were, y'all were pretty good most of the time, but it was, it's very much the cliche of nowadays you hear people say, when things were good, they were good. But when they're bad, they're bad. Yeah, like, that's Like, y'all true. had that type of relationship. We absolutely had that type of relationship. Like, when we were, when we were hanging out with our friends, when we were out doing stuff, we had a really good time. But for the most part, if it was just me and him, we always fought. If I it mean, came to liter- real life. <laughs> when it came to real life, I mean, literally could not have just a regular conversation at all. When it came to fun, we could have fun. When it came to serious, there was no serious. Right. So, anyway... Um, so he had just bought this house. He had just bought this house. We had this huge Halloween party. Everybody, all of our friends were over and he got wasted. And I mean like just ridiculously drunk. And at this point I was where, and I'm not going to go into like super detail, but I was trying to be like, okay, so if we're going to get married, then I feel like there's a certain things that we can wait on. Um, so that we'll have these special moments. And so at that time he was mad at that because he wanted certain things from me and I didn't want to give them to them to him because I thought if you love me and you want to marry me, then you can wait. <laughs> so Gosh, I forgot all about this. So we're 
you know, having fun at the party. He's off with these stupid people getting stupid drunk and I'm hanging out with my friends and we're having a great time. And then I hear him telling other people, well, if I wanted to get some, I could get some. And I was like, oh my gosh. (laughs) And so anyway, long story short, we go into his room We're yelling at each other and he starts punching the walls because he's so aggravated with me at being mad at him because he's drunk and, you know, which, you know, he was trying to say I'm drunk like what I'm saying isn't going to be the same as me talking, you know, to you sober tomorrow. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense at all, but whatever. Yeah. And so anyway, I start packing my stuff and I'm like, I'm, I'm leaving. Yeah. You know? Cause he put holes in the wall. Yeah. He put holes, hole, he put holes in the wall. <laughs> he put holes in the wall. And I'm like, at this point I'm done. I'm like, I am out of here. Yeah. I am so out of here. And so anyway, after that particular day, um, I had thought about it. We had talked about it. We talked about, you know, how stupid he was and everything. And not that I forgave him per se, but I definitely had him on a much um, what shorter we, leash. Shorter leash. Like I was, I was very cautious with the things. Well, you that had I, all your senses heightened. Absolutely, because that was a way aware. he. That was a way he had acted. That was from like when we first started dating. Yeah. Well, and let's talk about the real problem. The real problem was that he was being somewhat violent not to you but around his house and it scared you it did it scared me like I was like if this is how he's gonna be especially if he gets drunk like I've how do you know he's not gonna come after you exactly or how do I know this isn't gonna happen all the time right and I was like we're not doing this like I'm not I've I've been around drunk people when they're angry and I'm not doing that like I'm not gonna stay here and be no and so anyway And, of course, I don't think he would have been that way. I can honestly say that with other people that he's been with since, I know he's not like that. You'd hope not. I would hope not. I I wouldn't say that he was, but I also, I mean, we also, we can't say that he's not because we've experienced him being that crazy. Yeah. Well. But he's never hit anybody. He's never hit anybody. It's not like he got violent in that sense, but he was violent around he was just, around, he was just violent. Well, and you were there. You were there and our, our friends were there. That's what I'm saying. Like we might have been in a room where nobody else was in at the moment. I was in there. You were in the bathroom. That's right. I forgot mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. So you were right there. Like literally didn't even care. And I understand that he was drunk, but that's not an excuse. Like you shouldn't have got that drunk and then had this conversation. Like right. it was stupid. So anyway, um After that, I decided to, you know, talk to him and we, you know, whatever. Like I said, he was on a much shorter leash. And then we had one day together where we, it was just the two of us. We rode four-wheelers all day. And I remember thinking to myself, you're a really good friend, but I don't want to be with you. Like that, that was my mindset. Like we had the best day. That was probably the best time that we had had in the four years that we had dated. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, we had such a great time, but I remember thinking, I can't be with you. Like yeah. that's, and that's where it ended for me. So, cause we technically, I would say that we were mm, pretty much not, not broken up at my birthday, but we were really close cause we went to Cowboys for my birthday. And then after that, I mean, things really went downhill. And then by the first of the year we were. We were done. We yeah. had we had tried to make it work for a couple more months, but mm, it just didn't it didn't work. So yeah. 
Anyway, yeah. that was a long... I was, I was trying to shorten it up, but, you know. It's fine. Yeah. So, for me, again, from a much more immature standpoint, because we're younger. But, so we dated from, like, junior year through, gosh, my sophomore year of college. And, I mean, when you're in high school, it's, like, the typical. Like, he texted other girls, so he was quote-unquote cheating on me he was not nice he was always lying I had a job he didn't and like one time he told me he was like you just always look so sad like you never get dressed up for school and people think that there's always something wrong because you never look like put together basically and I was like I work as a 16 year old like, at least 30 hours a week. Yeah. And I'm in AP and honors classes. I don't care what people think about me. Yeah, no. He was so rude. Anyway, he was rude like that all the time. Yeah, Not he was. usually about appearance stuff. That was one of the only times about the appearance. But he was just mean all the time. He was yeah. always doing something to make me cry. Always. Always. Y'all, you cried all, all the time. The time. He always said things to hurt my feelings in some way. Again, not about appearances necessarily, but just like degrading, always made me feel like I was a bad guy. Yeah. All that. And here I am. I have a job. I like pay for us to go out to eat. I'm picking you up and taking you to school. Oh, yeah, because he could drive. You home. He didn't have a license. Yeah. I'm like toting you around. Well, and helping Everywhere. out his family, too. Helping like you out were, his family. Yeah, like you were doing things that you were not, you necessarily did not have to do, but you chose to. Right. Um, And so we, high school was like, but I just don't count high school because even though it sucked, like we were in high school. Yeah. But post high school, he goes to the military. He's gone for a really long time. And then, not a really long time, but he, w- he like, went to basic training, I want to say, in, like, November, early November. He was gone for a few weeks, and then, he, for some reason, he was able to come home for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like, the week of Thanksgiving. And then he had to go back, and then he was there uh, up until, like, April or something. I was going to say, he March was gone for something. a while after that. He was that. gone for a long time after that. Yeah. And it's like for the first few weeks, like you don't have any point of contact and then you're able to start like writing letters and then sometimes you get to make phone calls. Yeah. It's like we were talking occasionally. Um, also during this time is when I was at the time when we got our gym membership and I was like working out a lot, losing weight, yeah, whatever. And so... Again, to make this long story very short, he gets done with basic training. He's got, like, four days that he's back home, and then he has to go to South Korea because that's where he got stationed. So we literally went from, like, and at this point, things were good because we never talked. Yeah. So (laughs) when you did, you, like, missed each other. You're like, Yeah, it was, like, nice conversation. Like, oh, I can't believe it. So we were, like, never fighting. We yeah. never Like, when we talked, it was all good. It just seemed like things were so much better. I just had much more confidence in myself, stuff like that. Because beforehand, if we ever fought, I always apologized for whatever he did. Like, uh-huh. I always said sorry and fixed it. And so my breaking point comes, he's 
out in South Korea. I'm here, number one. He wanted me to go out to South Korea um, and expected me to pay for all of that trip. Number two, we had planned, he had a four-day weekend planned. And not planned, but like they had a four-day weekend that they were going to have. And we had planned to do like a Skype call, actually have a decent conversation. Because at this point, there are 13 hours difference between Georgia and South Korea. So when I'm waking up, he's going to bed. When I'm going to bed, he's He's waking waking up. up. Yeah. So like we would talk for mm, 30 minutes to an hour maybe in the morning and at night. So we weren't talking a whole lot still. And then we'd text throughout the day through Facebook Messenger. And so it was 4th of July weekend. We were planning on having a night to, like, be on Skype and hang out, a Skype date. And he just, like, falls off the face of the earth. I'm literally at work. He doesn't answer. I can't get a hold of him. Don't hear from him that whole night. The next day comes around. Don't hear from him the whole day. The next day finally comes around, and I think I finally heard something. And I was texting him, like... Hello, I'm worried because there's no point of contact for me. I can only call that like basically through an app. We were allowed, we were able to do phone calls and I could use Facebook Messenger. So like if he wasn't in Wi-Fi, he's not getting these. Yeah. So I was like Googling South Korea, making sure that a war didn't break out or that something happened because he I couldn't get in touch with him. And I was freaking out. Yeah. Finally, when he gets in contact with me... He calls me and says, sorry, I was sleeping all weekend because I didn't feel good. Dumb. Like you couldn't even message you? Okay. Sleeping for three days, basically. It was like two and a half. And you couldn't say, hey, or whatever. Yeah. Hey, I don't feel good. Sorry. But even still. Like, mm, he was out getting a happy ending at some Korean massage place, I'm sure. Anyway, besides the point. So that was kind of mine, but we didn't break up at that point, but that's when my doubts started raising. It was like, why would he not say anything? And so we played house for a little while. Um, Not like he was still in South Korea, but I was home, but we were playing like things were fine. Yeah. For a while. And then finally, one day we got in a fight and I was like, I'm just going to not talk to you because I probably hadn't talked to him for a long time again and he wasn't worried about it. And I was like, you know, I'm just not going to talk to you then. And you can let me know how you feel about that. And he was like, okay. And I hung up the phone and I put my phone on do not disturb and I went to sleep. I didn't think twice about it because usually I'd be up all night worried sick about it all. And like crying myself to sleep over it and just like losing my mind. And this time I was like, no, I am not doing this. This yeah. is absolutely ridiculous. And I probably honestly in this point was thinking, and I've lost weight. Boys, other boys are giving me attention. Like not. Not that I was, like, going and seeking out attention, but, like, people were complimenting me. They were asking me out, and I was like, I'm so sorry. I have a boyfriend, but, like, I was getting attention, and I think that helped my confidence to be like, forget you. Yeah, like, I'm like not I gonna... don't need you yeah. if you're going to treat me like this, yeah. So I didn't talk to him. He texts me a couple hours later. He's like, wow, did not think you'd be serious, and I was like, yeah. Well, I am. Yeah. So, Douche. yeah, we didn't talk for a few days, and then we'd go here and there. We, like... We're friendly again and kind of back together. It was kind of this on and off weird thing. And then at one point I was like, I just don't think we should be together. Like, we just need to do our own thing for a little while and then maybe we can rekindle it. But, like, let's cool it for a little bit and kind of figure out what we want. Yeah. 
And it stayed like that. I was like, I still don't know. I have these feelings that I just don't know how I feel about you. Um, And then he was like, I can't just be friends. And I was like, okay. Was he at the Halloween party? Yeah. Yeah. We fought too. Yeah. Y'all fought too. He like went walking up the street of the neighborhood for whatever reason. I don't even remember why. And me and you were in the bathroom, and then that's when all Hades broke loose. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Great. But oh, boys but our are relationship dumb. ended, and it, it ended basically because he was, I just was over it. Yeah. And at this point, he was trying to be really nice, and I was like, no. you Like, there's just been, you just, like, can't come back from yeah. it. So, we both had the last word. Yeah. So, after some very long conversation, so... What would you do differently if you could do it over again? And not from like a I wouldn't have dated him standpoint because obviously no, there's I mean, a reason for all I of it. I was going to say, it's not that I wouldn't have dated him. It's just I think I would have been a little more sheltered as far as just sheltering myself more so as far as like my feelings because I definitely feel like it was one of those where he was so charming yeah. That I let myself fall really fast for him. Yeah. And then it was almost like towards the end, I was basically just stuck and then comfortable. Yeah. And I I don't think I would do that again. If I had to do it over again, I would definitely be a little more cautious with my feelings. Yeah. Yeah, mine would definitely be, um, I would listen to my mother. Yeah. <laughs> well, and to everyone, because we all said I know to everyone. I would have, I would stop making excuses for someone who is mean like that. Because no, again, yes, like I, you kind of expect it from a high school boy, but at the same time, especially nowadays. So I mean, this is a newer movement of boys needing to treat women respectfully. Yeah, of like this huge movement towards it. Yes, and he never did anything like. Again, we neither one of us were abused mentally. Maybe I mean I he definitely. Oh, I put was manipulated. I was gonna say I think we were both manipulated in certain ways. Yeah, but not well. Not they played physic- the victim card absolutely all the, all the time. So I felt like I was doing wrong all the time. So I made a lot of excuses. for Yes, him me too. And said that things were fine and he's okay and yeah, like and I would have dumped him earlier, like or I would have accepted when he dumped me. Like don't go back. Absolutely. Just be fine with it. It's You don't need a boyfriend in high school. It's stupid. It is. Anyway, so then with that, how did your ex change how you look at relationships now? So, <laughs> and of course, now we're both in like our forever relationships, but like... We hope so. Yeah. <laughs> if if we have anything to do with it, yeah. No, um... I mean, you know, I would say it made me stronger. It made me have a voice, whereas I may not have all the time when it came to being with him. Like, I definitely think I held my own with him. But in the long run, again, he definitely was very manipulative in certain ways. And I would just be like, it's fine, you know, whatever. But it's like now I'm not that way. If yeah. I have to say anything, I'm going to say it out loud. Yeah. So. Yeah, mine was definitely not settling. So very much like you hear so many people say, when we're good, we're great. Or when it's just us two, we're great. But when it's bad, it's bad. Or for some reason, like when we're around our friends, it's bad. That is not how it's supposed to no, go. No, at all. It is supposed to be 
good. Now, you're going to have some bad. <laughs> like, you're going to have arguments yes, and you're going to but... have fights. But, like, you're not <clears throat> supposed to... You should not be disrespecting each other ever. Yes, you're going to well, fight. And you also don't want them to be a certain way around their friends and then be another way around you. Right. Like, that's... And that's a lie. I mean, yeah. you know, like, that's them lying to you. Like, oh, I'm I'm going to dip with my friends, but I won't with you. What? Yeah. You know, like, that's, yeah. Anyway, that's how I feel about that. Yeah, me too. Like, I just wouldn't have settled. I also would have not, I also na- knew after that, probably not in that moment, but now that I'm looking back on it, I know he was my project. And I well, knew that he, I couldn't yeah. find a project. I was going to say, he went through some stuff uh, life-wise, family-wise. Yes. And I think that's also something that we could relate to with them. So both of the guys that we dated, both came from backgrounds that were, you know, family, like mine in particular. He was, his family was very similar to our family, dynamic-wise. Yeah. And so we kind of related to each other on that and that's kind of how we connected I think yeah so I feel like you know that was one of those things where we kind of worked through that stuff together and maybe we did all right during that but otherwise we really didn't right but I mean same with him like yours he he had a lot of family yeah Scott he had a lot of family issues and so you were really there for him a lot more than he was for you yeah and not there so the next question is how do you know your ex supported you and I know 100% granted I know there was a lot that I did bad too like we were both very toxic for each other there's no doubt about that I can't sit here and say I never did anything wrong he did all the wrong but I know that I was there all the time whereas I don't feel like he literally, and this is not being dramatic, but I don't feel like he supported me ever until the end. Yeah. He played like he did. You know, oh, yay, so glad. But really, I think it was he played supportive when he realized that I was pretty much, like, over it. Yeah. And then he started being, like, who I needed him to be earlier. Yes. And it was just too little too late at that point. Yep. So... Well, and he was probably doing that for you, not for himself. You know what I mean? That's another thing. You should never date people who say they're going to change for you ever. Well, you should never expect to date someone that you want to change for you either. Exactly. You can't do that. Yeah, no. It doesn't work out. Maybe sometimes. I'm sure there are exceptions to the rule. I'm sure there are, but hardly. Yeah, far and few. Um, Do you have any scars from your previous relationship? (sighs) Nah, I'm not scarred. He didn't scar me. No, me either. I'm like, uh. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know that we there were definitely some things that are like, you know, annoying, but I'm not scarred. Mm-mm. No, I would say right after mine, or like I guess throughout our relationship, my scar was the fact that he had been so often texting other girls, and yeah. so I was constantly feeling like I wanted to check his phone. Yeah. But even after we broke up, like that didn't progress in my next relationships. Yeah, I no. never felt the need to check no. someone's phone. I was going to say, I have never been a, a jealous person. So like, And I think that used to bother this said boyfriend. He'd be like, you don't care if like, you know, she's all over me or like interested in me. And I'm like, 
No, it's if you do something about it that's the issue. Yeah. Like, I was so not the type of person that would be like, like, if a girl was checking him out or something like that, I'd be like, all right, you know, cool. Yeah. You think she's hot? Like, that'd be me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I'm still that way. I don't, I don't, I haven't changed even still, so. Yeah. There was, a, like, I guess that is, mm, but mine's not baggage from a relationship or, like, scars. Mine was more so just, like, the insecurities I still held within me that sometimes, True. like, if I did ever see working, because Chris and I worked together, so... Like I said in the very beginning, Chris came to this restaurant I worked at, the location I worked at. He ended up transferring there, though, after a while because it was closer to him. Yeah. He says he didn't transfer for me. I'm just kidding. He really didn't, but it just so happened that he thought I was hot, Yeah. too. But him being really good-looking, if I did see other girls interested, then it was kind of like a just my insecurity. But I never played into it yeah like I never said anything or did anything it was just like like maybe I'd look at them like oh. I was gonna say at every wedding if there was anybody that came up to Brennan this one girl in particular gave her gave him her number and I was like "Ooh, you gonna call her like call her up you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> he'd be like you're stupid <laughs> Chris one time gave his number to this girl this is a funny story gave his number uh-huh just keep that in mind uh-huh because that's like something you don't do uh-huh he gave his number to this girl that he was serving and she texted him and they were like having a friendly conversation nothing i i've seen those messages it's nothing bad and then it's funny because towards the end she i think she had said so like when are we gonna hang out or blah 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 blah, blah. and he was like oh i have a girlfriend and she was basically like then why did you give me your number and he goes because your friend told me if i didn't give y'all my number that y'all weren't gonna tip me that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that is the best thing I have ever seen. That's hilarious. It was really funny. Um, so then the last question. Would you compromise happiness just for your partner to be happy? That's a tough question, too, because uh-huh. it's kind of a, well, it depends. Well, it does depend. Yeah. Are we So, like, now? Um. Yeah. Like, now, would you now? That's different. See, like, I hear that question, I'm like, I know back then I compromised happiness to make the partner happy because, or to make Scott happy, uh-huh. but it wasn't compromising in, like, fine, we'll go eat Chinese food instead of Mexican. It was things like literally compromising my joy. Yes. Like, your, your, um spark of life yes like every, for them yeah. to feel better about themselves or whatever whereas now like I would compromise it's more so like compromise my happiness as in fine we'll choose this rug instead of that rug yes or like that's very true I f- yeah I feel the same way because I I'm like I don't know if I would compromise my happiness no like your li- general joy in life but like your you know, you, you definitely have to compromise on things that you may not be that happy about, but you love the person, so. Right. Like, I'm really not happy that. That's kind of those choose your battles. Yes. Yep, that's a definite, definitely the pick and choose your battle situation. Yeah. Because it's not like, you, I can't sit here and say I'm going to make my life miserable so that my husband's happy. Because that's not happening. No, that's not happening. That's not what I'm saying. No. 
that's where I will not. I don't think it's okay to do that because obviously you still have your happiness and your life and your well-being to worry about. Same type of thing we talked about in the family episode. Yes. Like, I'm not... I love our family and we have been through some of the worst times. But, like, I'm not... I'm not going to make all of you happy to make my life harder. Yes. It's just not happening anymore. Yeah. Same type of thing. Yep. I'm not going to make my life miserable to make my husband happy. Exactly. Whatever the reason of that would be. I can't even think of a situation. The only thing I can think of is like, fine, we'll get this type of food instead of this type of yeah. food. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> or like something yeah. stupid. But I mean, that's pretty much what we do all yeah. the time. So. Not us. We never know what to get or I just cook something and he eats it. I was going to say, we do the, I'm going to go here and you can go here. Yeah. Okay, bye. Um, so to wrap it up our last bits of again uh, most of our podcast episodes have been very much like skimming the surface of a lot of different topics and we would like to take a deeper dive into like certain actual aspects that stem from these so if you're listening and you have one you're like oh yeah I really like the family one like oh your mom's been divorced a couple times and has been remarried like what type of thing what type of things did y'all go through with that specifically? Or, oh, you said that your boyfriend was violent, not towards you, but, like, how did it make you feel in the moment? Did you ever want to, like, slap him across the face? Or, like, if you want us to dive deeper into a specific thing. Yes, if you have questions about anything specific. And just to clarify, because, you know, our mom is great and she listens too. She wanted us to fill you in that when we lived with our grandparents, she also lived with us. Just to clarify. Our mom has never abandoned us. (laughs) Yes. Has never abandoned us. We've been with our mom our whole entire (laughs) lives. Whole entire lives. Um, (laughs) She she said sometimes it sounds like we're talking bad about her. So if you got that, we were not. No. Yeah, she wanted us to just say that she always lived with us. There was never a time that that we lived with our grandparents without her. Right. Because that's not true. Yep. We have had our struggles with our mom, too. Yes. Caitlin struggled when she was a kid because she was an angry child. Very angry. I struggled with uh, the divorce of her and our ex-stepdad. Yes. And so, like, we've had our troubles with her, too, but we can address that in another episode. Yes. Either way, so to wrap it up, just a last bit of our advice is here. And, again, grazing the surface, but from my perspective, if you're younger especially, which I don't think there are many, but, like, if you're having kids that have a stupid high school boyfriend like I did. Pray for them. Pray for them, number one. (laughs) Number two, like, just let them work through it. Because at least, like, my mom especially, she knew he was an idiot. Yeah. But she was like, she's going to pass him. One day she's going to pass him. She's going to realize it, and it's going to be fine. Now, if there are different scenarios where if you feel like that's not going to happen because of whatever reason, then, like, you can have that conversation. But my my last bit was more so, like, first of all, if you're younger, don't date in high school if, and have a serious boyfriend because it's just silly. It is silly. There are the few that get married and it works out. That's fine. But, like, sorry if you just heard that. But um, don't date in high school and don't, don't compromise your happiness for the other. Yes. Like, don't let yourself do everything for someone for them to do nothing in return exactly 
the fact that I never felt supported by a four-year relationship, even though it was young, is ridiculous. Well, and also, on the other side, on the other end of the spectrum, don't always go for the guy who brings you flowers every single week. Yeah. Because in my case, he would do that. He would bring me flowers to work and instead of it being for me, he was doing that because everybody was like, oh, he's such a good boyfriend. It was to up him. Like, he yeah. was building his own, boosting his own ego. Yeah. Because he was bringing me flowers and it made him look so good. Yeah. Yeah, You. it can go both ways. It can be either zero support or it looks like all the support. Yeah, like he, yeah, like being a deadbeat or being... um. M- all all about him. Yeah. Making everything about him. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, so don't don't do it all. Like just think about the relationship that you're in and then, you know, ask yourself if you'd like your child to be in that relationship. Exactly. Like if you had a kid or if your best friend Oh gosh, Chris is opening the garage door. I'm leaving it in. It's fine. Pause. Do you hear that? <laughs> I'm sure you do because in one of the episodes I heard my dryer going off in the background. And I was thinking to myself, great. Anyway, yeah, think about the relationship you're in. Think about if it was your your child in that relationship or your best friend that's in that relationship. What would you tell them to do? Because it's probably the thing you don't want to hear. I was going to say, you never want to take your own advice, but you should. You should. A hundred percent. You know when it's bad. So if you're having second thoughts on your relationship and you're waiting for a sign, this is your sign. So get out if you need to get out. Yes. Plain and simple. Just get out. (laughs) Um, But anyway, this has been our TED Talk. TED Talk? (laughs) Yeah. You don't know what TED Talks are? Wow. It's okay. I'll show you after. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, But also the very last thing is because, of course, the theme of the podcast is that you're still loved. So if you're in a relationship, they're they're not supporting you or making you feel good about yourself or anything like that. Just know that you're still loved. Yep. You're loved by Jesus no matter who you are, what you're doing, if you believe, if you don't believe – We believe that no matter what, you are loved regardless of any of those situations. Yes. And we love you. Yep. And we need you. (laughs) The Hardy Boys. (laughs) Um, But if you ever need, if you ever have any questions about anything, you know, if you'd like to um, message us on Instagram anonymously or, you know, whatever, we're not going to. You know, we're not going to share anything that you have to say or whatever. But if if you ever need anything and you need any advice, you know, not the word, the, you know, not the. I mean, we're just the know-it-alls. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. We're not, you know, like therapist. But, you know, if you want our advice and you want our input, we would be happy to be that for you. Yeah, here's our biggest input. Hold out for a partner who is like Chris or Brennan or just... Because, like, I could brag on them all day long. Yeah. Supportive, loving, just all-around nice guys that will, and again, just an all-around nice person, but that will still challenge you. Yes. You don't want it to be easy, but it should be an easy relationship to, even when it's hard, 
like, because it is going to be hard, it's still easy to love them. I was going to say, because there are many times where I would say a lot of people would be like, God, how do you stand him? I'm like, eh, we're, we're good, you know? Yeah. Like, you know in your heart that no matter what, you love them. It doesn't matter what they do. It, it might bother you in some certain in, in situations, but not to the point where you're like, ugh. Yeah. I hate you, you know? But not if they're being mean. Because they can be mean and be like, but I still love him. No. No. There's a difference. <laughs> Please get out or talk to someone that can lead you in the right direction out of that. You yes. don't want to be with someone who's mean, no matter what age. And it doesn't, doesn't matter, matter how, how long you've been with them. It doesn't matter how long you've been with them either. You're like, oh, we've been together this long now. You know, we're comfortable. No. No. I felt the same way. Don't do that. Yeah, it's way more fun to get uncomfortable. Exactly. Anyway, so yeah, you can always message us if you want. Follow <laughs> us and message us at Still Loved Podcast on Instagram. Um, like us, rate us, subscribe to us on wherever you listen to your podcast. I really, we've got three whole reviews on iTunes. Woo! Um, <laughs> two of them are family and friends, and one of them I don't know who they are, but it's such a nice review, and it seriously made me so happy to read it. So. Aww. I'll have to read it to you. Or yeah, show I want you. to read it. But so leave us reviews because I think it's so cool. We of all the fifty people listening. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's cool. So definitely continue to share us. Thank you for your support. And we're still trying to figure out a giveaway. Hopefully, in the next couple episodes, we'll get that figured out because we do want to do something. Yes. Um. But other than that, we'll talk to you next week. Okay. okay bye. <laughs>